Nathan Sim waiting on his left hand side. Courtney Perkins driving in. Central in a fight. Mills! Oh, that is outstanding! Top left corner, George Mills! Something out of nothing! Unbelievable strike from George Mills! Welcome back to Pitch to Park. I am your host, Neil Simons. This is George Mills. We're back for another week of football talk and chats and other things. Um, and today we're going to talk about uh, the MPL Victoria, which is commencing uh, actually today when we were when we are recording this. You're probably going to hear this on Friday, though. Um, Melzy, you are back with the Port Melbourne Sharks uh, after a tumultuous offseason. Uh, just your initial thoughts into heading into the 2023 campaign. Oh, hey, Neil. Um, it's uh, obviously going to be an uh, exciting season. I think a lot of teams have recruited heavily and a lot of big clubs who, who didn't do as well last year will be looking to bounce back this year and come back with a bang of sorts. So uh, I think it's, it's going to be no walk in the park. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the early rounds. No walk in the park whatsoever. Let's go through every team uh, just to start off. Uh, we'll start off with the Altona Magic, who have had an interesting offseason, I think, in, in many respects. Uh, they've recruited some good talent, some ex-A-League talent, uh, A-League youth talent, should I say, in Aaron Anderson from Melbourne Victory and uh, and also, uh, hang on, they also signed... Uh, was it, was it Rasmovsky? No, it wasn't Rasmovsky. It was Darcy Anastovsky um, from the victory as well. He's also a DJ as well, uh, if, if you really care. Um, but they've, yeah, pretty much the, the same sort of team. They've got Mickey Gamo as well. They picked him up from Nana Wadding City, uh, Castillejo, um, Ashton Georgievsky, Jonas Markovsky, Josh Markovsky, Tommy Semi. He's uh, back from his loan from Dan Nong City. Zach Bowling arrives. Uh, from, I think it was Broadmeadow Magic. He had that fantastic game against the Bentley Greens in the Cup last year. And Jamal Ali, obviously still on on, on the team. Altona uh, didn't have a great season last year, but they were definitely better than they were in 2021. Uh, That's to be sure. Uh, What are your expectations uh, for the Magic? Uh, It's always difficult at this point. Um, I think they were the first team that we played in preseason. Um, and, you know, it's very hard to sort of get an idea or get the measure of, of someone when you play, you know, 45 minutes like you do in the first game of preseason. Um, a lot of players missing in that game as well. So a bit very hard to judge. But I think, like you said, last season was probably one of their better teams they've had in a while in terms of the way that they wanted to play football. Um, but I could speak... As a midfielder, I thought their their midfield was quite decent last year and they were just lacking in other areas, perhaps, and hopefully they've gone out and and recruited in the areas that they needed. And um, I don't see them uh, making a push for finals, but um, I think, you know, every team's got to be be realistic and, and set um, realistic targets for the season and I think they'll have a good season. I don't think they're anywhere near the relegation area, but I just don't see them making the six. Neither do I, to be honest. Um, but 
I guess that's that that's that's the way of way of the language at the moment. We'll move on to mm. Avondale. Um, yeah, we'll get into <laughs> Avondale a bit more soon, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. on the surface, they didn't make finals last year, uh, which was remarkable to be honest. And uh, they haven't really signed any standouts when it comes to, I guess, uh, NRI and, and what have you. But they have brought in Aidan Bryce from Knights, Gavin Denise from Danong City, uh, Thomas Manos from Melbourne Knights, uh, Mackenzie Sison from St. George City, and Tomoki, uh, Tomoki Wada from Paris Cabos 1973, which is an in- Indonesian uh, side. Uh, and that's basically the, their squad for this season. Uh, they've obviously lost Valentini, uh, Carpenter, uh, and, and and the likes of, but they still have got their spine in Blake Carpenter, Liam Boland, Yusuf Ahmed, uh, Dylan Jacoupi, uh, etc. They've also picked up Xander Guy as well from St. Albans, who had a very good season, scoring eight in 22 last campaign. Uh, they haven't played yet, I believe, in, in the preseason, but they've also played, uh, I think, the victory as well. Uh, in, in this preseason, they should make they should make finals this year. You would expect. Ho- hopefully, they don't have as many injuries as they did last year. Well, I think that's uh, the big thing for Farvindale and for and for Zocchi is that they've got to keep players fit. And like I said last year, it was just probably one too many players missing all at the same time. And you know, you know, at the end of the day, we are. We have we haven't got the ability to sign, you know, twenty five senior players in the NPL where you've got two squads uh, throughout the season of senior pros, you know. So if your players are injured, you're filtering through to younger players who haven't had the experience, or maybe players who um, haven't been able to get as many minutes as they can uh, in NPL one. So I think for them, it's just about keeping players on the field and um, you know trying to build some momentum as early as possible. Absolutely. Next, Bentley Greens. They've had quite the off-season, it has to be said. Uh, the Doherty Cup champions. Obviously, they've managed somehow to lose two coaches in the off-season. They've sacked Nick Tolios, and he's now propped up at Danong City. And they've also let go of Alfredo Constantino, who's uh, also left the club. And he's, I think he's doing an A-license in Europe. Or yeah. Something. Some some yeah. call. I don't know. I, I, Peter Tishy is is taking the reins for this year, um, and Bentley. They've actually lost a lot this season, uh, but they have picked up Mario Barcia, Manasse Abdelwa. I know Abadelwa. Delwa. I don't know. I'll, I'll, when I commented them, I'll, I'll pronounce his name properly. Uh, Scott Hillier from Avondale. Josh Jackson. Uh, they've retained. Uh, Thea Quill from Inglewood. Jackson Morgan from. Basically, they've signed three Western Australians. Uh, they've also signed Luka Ninkovic from Heidelberg United, uh, Christian Pavlidis from South Springvale, uh, Mitch Rook from Lambton Jaffers, uh, Bon Scott from Avondale. Uh, and yeah, they've definitely had a recruitment drive this year, but how these Western Australians perform remains to be seen. They're, they're, they're Western Australian last year in uh, uh, Ajak Riak was a force to be reckoned with uh, for the Greens in, in the latter part of the season. But it seems that they haven't retained uh, one of my favourite players as well, uh, which is very unfortunate, uh, it appears. So uh, the Greens, interesting. It's a bit of a... 
unknown case here. Uh, they've changed a lot this year. Uh, what do you think? I think they uh, probably won't be a team to be feared like they normally would be. Um, I think that sort of X factor is sort of disappeared from their club and it seems like a very sort of mismanaged situation. Uh, so I wouldn't expect... I don't expect too much from them this season, to be brutally honest. I see them in the in the lower half of the table. Um, and yeah, that's, you can only be as brutally honest. Only six teams can make the top six, right? So I've, yeah. I've got to I've got to pick which six I think are being the six. I don't see them being the six. Um, in fact, I think you know they could be very close to a relegation battle this year. So they could hope for them. Well, you know, when you turn over that many players or that many key players want to leave your club um, due to a coach not re-signing, you've got to wonder, you know, what's going on over there. Uh, you know, I've been at clubs who are sort of on a sinking ship or, you know, and things like that. I've been in those environments before and it smells smells something similar happening over there. And, you know, Losing in the Doherty Cup as well. Wow. Uh, well, Doherty Cup, the the F, well, what do you call it, the Community Shield final. Mm. Um, as harshly as they did as well, uh, you know that doesn't look doesn't look great at all going to their season. Not at all, not at all. Uh, but look, remains to be seen. But I think they've they've got a lot to offer, in, in my personal opinion. Dandong Thunder, very busy off season for them. Uh, obviously, last year didn't do as well as you may would have think or thought, to be honest. But they have brought in some decent talent. They brought in Luke Adams from the Green Gully. Uh, Grad Damon looks like a very good player on paper. So has played Eredivisie football. Uh, they've got they picked up Kieran Dover from Bentley Greens, uh, Marmadi Kamara from Green Gully, uh, Jeffrey Lino from uh, New, New South Wales Spirit. Uh, they've picked up Leo Matzes. Uh, who's been at Celtic and was also at Hume City uh, in this off-season as well. Uh, Halil Reki from North Sunshine, uh, and Ali Turgut from Hume City. Um, obviously, with Chicky at the helm, uh, you never know what could happen, but uh, it, it looks as if they've maintained and retained their spine, but they've added some very good talent in, in very key positions in both midfield and defence. Yeah, I think... I think Maricic will be a big loss, a big loss for them. Mm. Um, he's obviously a, a handful. He's you know difficult if you're a forward, you know trying to trying to win aerial battles and stuff like that. So I think they lose that with him. Um, Luke Adams is slightly different sort of player um, coming in from from Gully and, and South Melbourne, where you know try to play out a little bit more uh, at times. So. Yeah, maybe Chicky's gone for something different, and I think Thunder, Thunder are a club that if they want to do well, they need to be winning their home games because that's where they're strongest is at home. So they got a good crowd down there, and it's, it could be quite a difficult place to go and play. So I think if they want to make a push this year, they've got to focus on their home form, and then hopefully the rest will fall into place. Absolutely, Green Gully next. Uh, they've, they've only really strengthened, to be brutally honest. Looking at their squad in isolation, they've got a very, very good composition. Uh, they've signed Alan Guerrez from Eastern Lions, Ismail Haji from Florian Athena, uh, Theo Rodakunda from Melbourne Knights, uh, Alf- 
Aldov Kuap Kudakapo, uh, I'm not sure, from Hills United. Uh, Abdul Rahman Kuku from uh, FGCU Eagles. I'm assuming that's a college, and uh, he's, he's Egyptian as well. Uh, the sign mm-hmm. Reef Muffet from uh, Glenorchy Knights in Tasmania. He's a goalkeeper. Uh, and Taylor Sheevers is a big one from Melbourne Knights, uh, the New Zealand international. And also uh, another two big, big signers, Tyler Vecchio from Perth Glory, fresh out of an A-League season, and Pierce Waring from the Bentley Greens. He's a very good goal scorer at this level. Um, this could be the year in which Gully make a real push for the title, don't you think? Yeah, I think, like you said, the names you've gone through are, you know, there's some there's some very good players there. Um, they've also obviously retained uh, most of their most of their top players as well from last season. So I think it's maybe a case of, you know, those players gelling together as quickly as possible and you could probably see a little run, run from them early in the season. Um, so like I said before, a lot of teams have a heavily recruited so it just depends how they all come together on match Daniel so Gully are a you know a team that always look to to play nice football you know play out from the back they they got a similar philosophy to uh, maybe what we do at Port and in a slightly different formation um, so yeah big a lot of respect for for their side and and how they play uh, it's just hopefully for them, I think the key is sort of needed a bit more steel in their team, you know, when things get tough, you know, so some more senior heads to to sort of command the ship, you know, as things start to go south. So I think that's the key for them, maybe some experience, whether it's through the spine or just someone to take control in their games because they've got a lot of talented players. Very, very, very good. I, I agree too, to be honest. Uh, Heidelberg United a team that's probably going to be pushing for a national second division uh, berth next year. Uh, they've recruited pretty heavily, to be honest with you. Kenny Athew from Essendon Royals, Hayden Brown from St. Albans, Danny Dixon from Hume City, uh, Maskim Ilicic from Illich, sorry, from Fitzroy City, Anthony Lesioidis from Melbourne City, uh, Shigeto Matsuda from Blabubitz Akita, who's played J-League and J-League 2. Uh, Sabit Ngore from Western United. I didn't even notice that. that. That's actually a big one, to be honest. And Chris Theodorides, of course, uh, a huge player for uh, the Burgers in, in, in previous years. Uh, and they've obviously retained Kane Shepard and, and the likes and also picked up James, James Wilson from Northgate City, not to be confused with the Manchester United forward. Well, the ex-Man United forward, should I say. Um, and also, I think they've also picked up Bilal Habib as well. He, he's listed in the 21s, but... You know uh, how these NPL clubs like to <laughs> list players in 21s when they're actually first-team players. So uh, make, very... make advantage of the system, mate. Eh? Oh, of course. Take advantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, can't, you, you can't blame them at all. But, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Heidelberg, they had a horrible start to the season last year. But this season, dare I say, they, they should be making the top six, you'd expect, maybe in a you know, top four, potentially. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm the, like I said, it's initially, if I look at the teams, I probably don't have them in my six. But uh, they're a big club, like you say, and obviously club pushing for second division and and stuff like that. But I feel like they're always a team that you can get out defensively. Um, 
I think that's where they were, were lacking last year and I think that was a weak point for them. So as long as they correct that, you know, going forward, you, you went through a list of names there that, um, you know, can seriously hurt you. You know, if you switch off, you know, you see Kane Shepherd and, and, and Kenny as well. Uh, and, you know, the, the midfield's quite solid. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's more the, the back line for them is what let them down last year, I think. They were, they were quite easy to get at. They were pretty slow along the back line. So um, as long as they correct those sorts of things, then you would say they'd make a push for the six. But if not, yeah, you can't afford to be defensively not on your game at this level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry. Uh, Hume City are next. Definitely uh, an intriguing offseason for them. Uh, they've main, basically retained most of the talent, to be brutally honest. Uh, but they've also picked up some handy additions in James Brown, who returns from George Cross, uh, Zach Maltby from Lions FC in Queensland, Thomas Marichich from Dan on Thunder, Dylan McGade, McGlade, you know, the, the uh, Irish forward from Cork City, which is actually a very, very reputable club, to be honest, uh, mm-hmm. and Gerard Razai from Florian Athena, as well as Yagub Mustafa from Bentley Greens, one of my favorite players in the NPL, to be honest. Just the way that he glides on the ball and his pace. He'll be a very, very good addition for Hume City under co- coach Urson Gullum. Had two games and two wins, so he's undefeated uh, as a coach in the league so far. Um, will he maintain his undefeated streak, streak, uh, streak going into the season? Um, probably not. He'll probably lose at some point. Um, so I think he knows that himself. But uh, I like him for the top six. I, I I do like him for the top six. I like some of the boys that they've brought in and the ones that I know. I can't speak for the ones that I don't know. Um, so I like, yeah, I like the look of him this season. I think it's, I think it's well overdue for them to to bounce back. I think Urson's a, a good manager and he's got great ideas. And um, I've spoke to him a couple of times over the off season as well. To be fair, and asking him where they were at and and had chats with him about the team stuff like that. And it looked really exciting what he had to say. So yeah, I like where they are. They're a good club. They play they play some nice football. They're tough to play at their ground, um, obviously, which is a wonderful facility. Um, so yeah, no, I like them. I like Maricic coming in. I think that gives them maybe that touch, a bit more of uh, resilience at the back, and you know, sort of that rock at the back with these tough boys to play against. They've still got the experience in in Ocheng. Um, you know, uh, they brought in a couple of foreigners as well, which should add. To you know that attacking, attacking threat that they have, they retain Bingham, um, who's for me one of the best forwards in the league. So, you know they've got they've got threats all over the park. They've got some good experience, um, and if they can just get settled early into the season, then I think that's a big key for all of these teams. You know, trying to get themselves settled as early as they can. Mm. Completely, completely agree with you. Um, Hume City are. Definitely a very interesting case study going into this season, and well, who knows how they how they may perform. Knights probably have strengthened the most out of every team in the league. To be honest with you, looking at who they've signed from a coaching and playing perspective, Ben Khan is probably the biggest acquisition in the MPL uh, from the off season. To be honest, uh, but looking at who they've signed, it, it, it's ridiculous. They've got uh, Syrian Bramwell from Perth Glory, fresh off an A League. 
season, Ivan and Joseph Frangic return to their former club uh, as youth uh, players. Um, Thomas Karlovic from Melbourne Victory, uh, they've signed Guevara Nepomenso from uh, uh, Chernomorph in Bulgaria. He's played League One and League Two football as recently as two years ago, which is crazy to think about that he's come to the NPL Victoria, let alone the A-League. Chris Oldfield from Altona Magic, Joshua Phelps from Tormenta, uh, Corey Sewell from Bentley Greens, Stevie White from Olympic FC, and Jacob Wiseman uh, from uh, Tuckerong United in Canberra. So, Ben Khan, he's in the NPL Victoria. People thought he'd be in the A-League, but he's come straight to the NPL with the Knights in the 75th year anniversary. This is a big, big, uh, big, big year for them. All things considered, Mitch Shaw as well uh, arriving. I forgot to mention. Mm. No, it's a it's a massive year um, for Knights. You know they were sort of a bit stale last year. Um, you know couldn't get their run of results that they that they probably wanted. Um, you know we they had Steve Bevish last year, who's now working with us at, at Port Melbourne. Um, and obviously, like I said, just couldn't get the run of results and and uh, weren't playing particularly bad because we played two tough games against them, um, one early in the season at their home ground that we just just escaped with a narrow 1-0 victory. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, just, it's like they couldn't get anything going, maybe a bit unlucky. Uh, they had a good squad overall, a good squad of senior players. Uh, but that's some, happens sometimes when you look at Avondale as well. They were sort of off the pace last year, Hume off the pace last year. So I think Knights will will bounce back. Obviously, they've invested heavy into the squad, so they've obviously you know given the new manager the backing to to go out and and to sign these players to fit his system. So we'll see how we go. We've seen it before. We've seen teams do an absolute sort of rehaul of the squad and. It comes out and, and it works well. Or it, it doesn't go quite to plan. Um, so we'll see how they get on. I'm, they're one of the teams I'm definitely looking forward to watching this week. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I said, I'd put them as a as a top top four. To be honest with you, Neil. I agree. I agree. Moreland City. Now this is a very interesting one. Promoted. They won the they won the league last year, uh, and it's going to be very interesting to see how they perform. They everyone basically. It predicts them to be relegated this year, and you look at the amount of experience in the MPL Victoria. They've only they've only got uh, seven players that have played senior games in the MPL Victoria, which is pretty frightening, to be honest. Uh, they've picked up uh, Jaden Brown from South Coast Wanderers, uh, Noah Kalmata, the young goalkeeper from Dandong Thunder. Um, they've also uh, got picked up Berhan Eli Bowl from uh, Hume City, which is actually a decent pickup, to be honest. James Hooper from Runcorn Linnets in England. Uh, Chudia Tharjaith from Heidelberg United. Uh, Chris Theodokopoulos is one of the only players that, with MPL experience uh, alongside Nick Bavkar uh, and uh, and Berlin Ellibol as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this team performs. Definitely a very unknown composition. I don't think that they are strapped for cash as much as the Eastern Lions, you'd say, uh, being the team that won the title in 2019. But certainly, it will be a very intriguing case study for a team that looks very young on paper. They've got 
many young players listed in his first team that are only just 20 or below. Um, so yeah, they haven't actually got a, they haven't actually got many players over the age of 30. Uh, from, from, mm. from, from the first glance, they've only got one player of the age of 30 and that uh, player is uh, Corey Thomas from the, the Welshman. So yeah, this could be a very interesting team, to be honest. Well, yeah, the sort of the unknown of the of the league. Um, no one, no one seems to know too much about them. Uh, they haven't recruited that heavily, um, so it looks like more or less they'll go in with the same as as what they had last year. Maybe add one or two more. Um, but yeah, like not much I can offer you. I don't know. I don't know much about the club. I don't know much about the people there. Uh, I know that they obviously did well last year. That's quite evident. We got promotion, but yeah, I can't offer any more than that. I'd I'd have to put them down as a relegation uh, as well because yeah, just simply don't know enough about them. Uh, obviously, I'm sure they hope for their sake they're not down there and, and scrapping in relegation, but they could come out and surprise us. Uh, and if they do, credit to them. Absolutely. North Geelong Warriors, the other promoted team. Uh, they've obviously a, a big, big team, all things considered, produced a lot of soccerers in the past. Uh, Skoko and, and Spranovic and the likes. Um, they're back in the top flight for the first time in, I believe, five years. Um, and they've recruited some interesting players, uh, a lot of interesting foreigners too. So uh, they've picked up Marvin Brahweiler from SV Brennick in Germany. Uh, Steve Fidele from Knights, uh, Charlie Fleming from Cobb Ramblers in from in, in Ireland, Aidan Garner from Hume City, Nikola Jurkovic from St Albans, uh, Kayla Mikulic from Melbourne Knights, uh, Ibrahim Mohammed from Geelong. I think I think that's just Geelong Soccer Club, uh, and I've also picked up Seth Skutzer from Corio and Nelson Tishongo from Perth Red Star. Now, uh, I, I don't think these people, I don't think these these folks will get relegated. But again, not a lot of MPL one experience in this team. Uh, although they have uh, Nikola Jokovic has played 130 odd games, uh, and Caleb Mikulic has been a proven player at this level for quite a long time. How do you see this team performing? <clears throat> um, I mean, I can't really speak to their style of football because I don't know too much about him. Again, um, I haven't. I didn't watch a lot. If any, MPL two last year. I watched probably more MPL three um, games with you, Neil. Um, but look, I, I again, I think they've got enough to stay up. You know, I think there's there's teams worse off than them. I think they'll be quite a difficult team to play against. Um, you know, I see them being very similar to St Albans that we've seen the last couple of seasons. You know, difficult to play against, um, especially at their ground, sort of team that will sit in and sort of try and play off the counter-attack, you know, make it real difficult for you to play through them. Um, you know, so I sort of see I sort of see that sort of uh, system from Geelong. I, I think that's what type of game you get for them. You know, I'm, we have them round two, I think, at their, at their ground. So... Um, it'll be interesting to see. It's uh, it's always good to see new teams come up and, and to see how they line up and what system they play and how they approach the game. So, uh, look, I don't think they're... I think they'll be near the relegation, but I don't think they will. In the end. I think they'll have enough to stay up now. 
Yeah, who knows, really. Um, I don't know. They're, again, they're, they're an unknown comp commodity when it comes to this level. The Oakley Cannons, people expect them to just steamroll the league. And who really can blame them when they've basically lost Joe Knowles and they've brought in all this talent? Alex Fitchner scored for fine in Queensland for Lions FC. Uh, Connor Hampson from Curzon Ashton, a National League North team, which is a decent level. Uh, Brandon Lundy from Avondale. Uh, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron McGill from Dandong Thunder. Mm -hmm. Alex Salmon from Green Gully. Stefan Valentini from Avondale. And Emlyn Wellsmore from Port Melbourne. Uh, and they've also picked up a couple other players as well. Uh, this is a very intriguing team. Uh, and under the stewardship of Chris Taylor, uh, you'd expect that they just keep going. They've retained uh, Luis Italiano as well, which is a big, big in for them. Yeah, they've like you said, they've signed a whole heap of top players. So again, you've seen a lot of clubs make signings, but not many have made the quality of signings as Oakley have, and you know, rightfully so, because they've got a massive budget to work with. Uh, from what we're told, we've got a lot of respect for them and their their manager and and uh, and their players as well. Um, obviously, we're seeing now that Tyson has retired as well, so it leaves a mm. opportunity for someone else to come in and and hopefully you know claim that spot for the years to come. Uh, obviously, not going to be easy to try and replicate what he did. He was a very good competitor. Um, I didn't get to catch him in sort of his prime years, even though he was fantastic still towards the end. But, uh, no, he was a top, top player. And um, I'm sure uh, Cameron Glip and, and, and others will be able to to sort of fill that role and um, and even build off, you know, what he, what he created for that squad. You certainly hope so. The Sharkies, next, your team. Uh, Go Sharks. Fairly, fairly... Uh, uh, not really busy start to the window, but as it got to the end, it got very, very, very busy. Uh, we'll, we'll start off with uh, Kyle de Godoy from Green Gully. Uh, Kamal yeah. Ibrahim, legend of the club, you, you have to say, from Albion Rovers uh, mm. as well. Uh, but the big ins are definitely uh, Muhammad Adam, former mm -hmm. A-League talent for the Wanderers. He arrives yep. FC Mbari in from Japan. And also Lachlan Sepping and Jalil Regeg. Uh, Sepping was at uh, Apia Akratori in Cyprus, and Regeg arrives from Western United. And I've also picked up Fraser Dunlop from uh, Western Australia. So, yeah, the floor is yours. You, you are the player for Port Melbourne at the end of the day, so I'll let you just uh, speak. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we we lost a few players towards the end of last season, so... Like you mentioned before, we lost Emlyn, uh, who's, you know, was a big part of how we play. So, you know, that created an issue for us instantly at, at the left side of centre-back. Um, you know, lost Troy Rothen, uh, Lathan Dunn as well. So we lost a few boys and it was more or less of how we're going to try rebuild that and sort of even build off that to see if we can get even more quality um, either into the starting 11 or coming off the bench. You know, how do we ex expand our team from 12 to 13 players to a strong 16? Um, and, you know, it looks like we've done that. Um, it's just a matter of whether we can keep players fit. 
Um, yeah, and like you said, there's a number of number of good players. Um, obviously, they're not new signings for me because I've known about them for for a while. We've been training throughout the whole preseason with most of them, bar probably Lockie and and Mo, who have just come in. Uh, the rest of them, you know, have been there now since the start of preseason. So, like, look, you know, Kaio, uh, as you mentioned, you know, he knows the club already. He's been there before, so he, you know, he slots back into Adam's system, knowing exactly what he wants. Um, you got Jalil, who's you know, he's been terrific. I watched him for West United a couple of times t- towards the end of last season. Um, and, you know, he's he's obviously a, a, a great talent and uh, and hopefully can have a, a breakout season at senior level. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned uh, Lockie and Mo coming in and they've obviously played at, at the levels um, that, you know, most others want to try to aspire to as well and go test themselves and, you know, they find themselves here now and uh, similar to myself a few years ago, you know, you got to get in and um, you got to get in and, and do the hard work, you know, because it's, it's not an easy league. It's not a league that you can just come in and, and just cruise through. Uh, so if they come in with the right mentality and good intentions, I'm, I'm sure that they'll do well and, uh, you know, they'll benefit us and, and obviously themselves hugely. Yeah, I agree. I mean... Well, geez, hang on. Mike's plugged in, I think. Awesome. Um, I think looking at the team as a whole, you know, I was a bit cautious from, I guess, an outsider's perspective. It's like I felt as if there needed to be another sort of high NRI type player like yourself to sort of come in and make sure that this team can definitely repeat the feats of last campaign. let's Let's be honest, on paper, Port Melbourne aren't a stunning team on paper, uh, if you were to speak to me at the start of last season, but now looking mm. at this team and the, and the amount of breakout stars from last year, like Jackson, Courtney Perkins and um, Luca Tavia, uh, adding that with yourself and and uh, and obviously you know Ross Archibald, for example, this this team could genuinely you know win the league this year. Uh, tactically, if, if the same system is retained. Who knows? Kamal Ibrahim is, you know, he's not getting any younger, but he can still add that quality that the club needs. So um, it, it really remains to be seen what the impact of, of the likes of, of uh, Muhammad Adam could be as well. Because he's a quick, quick, quick player. He's only 23, 22, actually. So he's still relatively young, uh, all things considering. So I guess uh, the sky's the limit, really, uh, to be honest, for, for the Sharks. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll chat more this season about uh, the team as a whole. All right, yeah, for sure. South Melbourne Hellas, uh, they are the reigning premiers of the NPL Victoria, and they've brought in some very interesting talent. I have to say, uh, their their off season recruiting has been, I'd say, intriguing. Uh, they brought in uh, Jerry Angelastos from Bentley Greens, Nathan Hancock from Alramaya City in the UAE. Uh, William Lejeune uh, from St. Albans, uh, Danny Kim from Bentley Greens, uh, Jake pa- Jack Painter-Andrews from the Bentley Greens, and uh, Jack Riak from the Bentley Greens. <laughs> so three Bentley players. Uh, they've also picked up Alisa Lamani from South... I don't know, Thunder, sorry. Uh, and that's about it. it. They've also picked up Costa and Manuel from the Eastern Lions, which is a very strange signing, but I'd be keen to see how he, how well he does, to be honest. Uh, add that 
uh, alongside your esteemed players and Alan Webb, Marko Jankovic, um, Harry Lambopoulos, etc., uh, and Patrick Langlois too, to be honest. They should they should definitely be making finals. The question is where in the top six uh, will they finish and can Ajak Riak replace Harry Sawyer? Yeah, I think I think obviously they're yeah, probably another top four team. You could probably comfortably say that. Um, I think in terms of Riak, he yeah, I think I like him. I think he's a really good striker. He's a handful. Um, I actually quite like both of their signings from Bentley. Painter Andrews is another, uh, you know, clever player and um, a good senior player as well. So, look, they've made signings of guys who have got experience in the league. I think that's the best way to put it. They've they've built on they've built on what they had last year, um, and I think, you know, if if they if they go in and and stick to a game plan. You know, whether it's the same one as last year, and I know it's not the most attractive style, but, you know, with React up there, if they if they play a similar way and they're a handful for teams and, and teams don't work out what they're trying to do early enough, then, yeah, they'll steamroll through teams like they did last year if, if they stick to the same system and, and teams sort of have a game plan ready to, to, to manage it like we did when we played them in, our, in the second game at, at JL Murphy, then they're going to have a hard time because... Uh, you know, sometimes you know, if kicking the ball up the field and and long and th- long throw-ins aren't working, you need to be able to play football as well. So uh, it just depends what way they go. Neil, it's very hard, but you'd imagine either way that they would they would be in the top four regardless. So yeah, exciting. I know, I know they kick off tonight. Uh, obviously, this won't be put out probably until tomorrow, Neil. But yeah, they'll be kicking off tonight, and yeah, it'd be an interesting an interesting first game. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. I mean, you have to let me know how the how the, how the game goes, though. I, I won't be able to watch it, so uh, we'll see how South Melbourne do uh, this evening against Moreland City at Lakeside Stadium. St Albans, uh, the last team, uh, Peter Leighton Dunn, Daniel Fabrizio from Manly United, Jas Gasco Karanovic from Dandong City, Gabriel Muddy from Wittlesey United, uh, Aaron Opa Disano from Broadmoor Magic. Uh, Troy Ruthen from Port Melbourne, uh, Brian Summerskill from Heidelberg United, Zach Thomas from Maitland FC, and Sean Timmons from Dandong City, uh, and also George Ott from uh, Melbourne Knights, but I think he was at the Wellington Phoenix before, which is a mm. very big pickup for them. Um, I think they'll have a better season than last year. They've obviously got quite a good team when it comes to, to composition. Ivan Razumich was a player that I liked to watch last year alongside um, also... Uh, Mozwed as well. I thought he was really good last year in, in the in the times he actually got on the pitch. Um, but yeah, I think this, the Saints should be safe from relegation. I think I'm not sure. Yeah, see, I'm. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough one for me. I think uh, you've got to you you've got to be careful, especially for the clubs who who either won don't spend too well or to have a certain style of football that just encourages, uh, you know, pressure basically in games. And, you know, St. Albans, because they play a sort of ways where they want to get the ball as far up the pitch as early as possible. 
you know, it, it's good to play that way when the game is nil-nil or when you're winning. But if you go goal down, you really need to be able to mix it up and, and start dominating possession. And, uh, you know, that's that's probably my worry for them this year. So I've, I've put them probably in my bottom four, to be honest with you. Um, and it was really a toss-up between sort of North Geelong and, and, and Dinamore, to be honest with you. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, you can only call it the way that you feel it. I've put Moreland down there. I've put Bentley down there as well as my bottom four. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough season, but I hope I hope the likes of, uh, of Troy and Lathan, for example, because I've played with them and, um, you know, obviously they'll put Melbourne players for, for a couple of seasons there. So um, I hope that with their experience and, and um, you know, the system that they were exposed to, they can have a bit of influence on, on their new team and, and help uh, help help give them a, a successful season, I guess, of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be very intriguing to see how they do, uh, to be honest. And uh, I don't know. I think St. Albans, they're a very scrappy team. That's sort of what I can gauge when I, when I look at them, uh, to be honest. And uh, there, there are... <laughs> interesting previews coming out which is great a lot of coverage in the in the news keep up have also just put out a preview as well which is great and um the herald sun are also getting on the point system as well they're the they've got quotes from chris taylor uh, uh john markovsky and ben khan talking about how bad the point system is i think we, we could dedicate an entire podcast to that um but it's pretty irrelevant considering the national second division starts next year uh but I guess, Melzi, have you got any other thoughts? NPL season, we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat on the Port Melbourne Sharks a little bit. The expectations going to into this season, the heartbreak of last year, losing to Oakley in the semi-final. Uh, what do you think? It's it's a big year for yourself and and the and the Sharkies. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Sharks finished second last year, and yeah semi-final as well, which we're probably disappointed with, to be honest with you, uh, with the finish of that. We're taking nothing away from Oakley because uh, they were the best best team throughout the year. But um, probably disappointed because obviously winning 1-0 in the semi-final, we sort of throw it away with, with two silly mistakes and, you know, and the rest is history sort of thing, you know. Uh, we had a great season, there's no doubt about it, but, you know, as people say, no one remembers second. So... We've got to stand up again this season and and see if we can, you know, dig a little bit deeper and, and find a, another level, another gear. So, you know, unless we do that, we, you know, we'll struggle. So, like the rest of the teams, you know, if you don't find that extra gear this year, you know, you'll find it very hard because teams have heavily recruited and there's a lot of pressure on a lot of different managers to do well uh, and, you know, you know, results every weekend, they're just going to matter. You know, one one win or one draw will be the difference between a team finishing second or third or first. I think that's how close it'll be this year. I don't see anyone running away with it. I know people are, are raving on about Oakley and, and this and that, but I don't think it's going to be that type of season. I don't think it's going to be that straightforward. Um, I do I do think there are teams in a lot better shape than others, don't get me wrong, uh, but... I think it's going to be tight, tight around there. And as as for the 
as for Port, you know, we have a specific style of football um, and a way that we want to play in a sort of unique formation where a lot of teams are kind of unsure of how to set up against us. And and uh, if, if we do the same things, we just don't need to complicate it. It's literally just doing the same things, you know, have the same standards, um, make sure our work rate's the same, you know, make sure that mentality and preparation going into the games are the same. You know, you don't have to change too much. Um, you know, there's... It was a, you know what the secret to finishing second was just doing the basics. That's it. You know, all season, you know, doing the basics, you know, you don't have to be too clever, you know, give it to the man next to you, keep the ball moving, uh, make runs off the ball, uh, help your teammates out if they're in trouble, if you see someone struggling, get around them. It was going back to the basics really and doing them well. And, you know, if you've got enough good senior heads around, um, you know, you can implement that and, and make sure that the, that level of consistency, you know, stays. Uh, if, you know, if you don't have enough senior heads around, you know, it won't work, unfortunately. Definitely, definitely. Completely agree with you. Um, I think we'll just, that'll just about do it for the pod. Uh, lots of stuff this year. We're having a big year in the pod. It's going to be big, really excited for the whole season. Um, and yeah, just stay tuned to the channels that there's will be a lot more clips coming out and, Things of that ilk, so we'll really start to put up, put our resources, put our money where our mouth is, really, and uh, get get our hands dirty uh, in uh, the world of Australian football for season twenty twenty three. Melzi, any final words? Oh, I thought, thought we've covered everything there. I think it's again, you can only say say what you believe, and you know, really, it all starts tonight, and that's it. The, the talking really stops, and and now it's up to. You know, us teams and us players to 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 show our worth and and to to show why you know your club deserves a, a spot in the in the second league, or if you as a player deserve a spot in the in the second tier of Australian football, you know. So it's going to be exciting. You know, there's a lot to play for. So I hope uh, everyone represents themselves as, as best as they can. You certainly do hope so. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you guys next time.